You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. Having to lose my constant companions on Tuesday. While we've had a good run, I'll be glad to kick them to the curb as soon as the doctor says I can. Will you pray with me? Lord, help us trust in you. Help us be open to where you're leading us. Help us be open to our neighbors. Help us be open to your word. Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill our lives with your peace, your love, and your mercy. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And all of us gathered here say, Amen. So last week we uh, kicked off this sermon series on the book of James and Um, I know some of you uh, have already told me that you really have enjoyed reading the book of James as we've made it through, and and some of you um, said that sometimes the book of James is preaching too much into your lives, that it's meddling, and that can be trouble, and when I find those places when I'm reading scripture, I always say that those are opportunities for, for growth in what could be and maybe where God is leading us. But if you remember last week, I, I reminded you and encouraged you, uh, Luke one thirty seven. with God, nothing is impossible. And I invited you to remember that as we journey through uh, the book of James, to, to keep that on the forefront, that those challenges, those things that James is calling us, even today, we can be reminded that God is with us and pushing us towards growth. But if you also remember, I, I invited you and encouraged you, actually James invited you and encouraged you to be a doer of the word. And I kind of gave you some instructions on how to do that, and it was as simple as be, go, and do. Be like, be you. Be available and be like Christ. To go, go live like Christ. Go love like Christ. Go where Christ is calling you and do do what you can with who you are, do the platinum rule, and do what the Lord requires. And this can help us be doers of the word, and and this can encourage us to to think of those three simple things, be, go, and do, can help us in those opportunities. And you know, when I think of the context of James, and I think of who James was speaking to, James wrote this letter for a particular purpose, to a particular community at a particular time. And it's okay what James has to say to us today and how sometimes that doesn't necessarily go with what Paul was saying. But I always love what Dr. Nancy Pittman wrote. She wrote, We look at this epistle to recognize that the letter consists of short essays on a variety of topics and to read the letter of James concerning the matter of faith and works on its own terms. James is writing to a particular community at a particular time for a particular purpose. So let's dive in to what this could be today. James chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. 
hear these words. My brothers and sisters, when you have shown favoritism, you deny the faithfulness of our Lord, Jesus Christ, who has been resurrected in glory. Imagine two people coming into our meeting. One has a gold ring and fine clothes, while the other is poor, dressed in filthy rags. Then suppose that the one, suppose the one you were take a special notice of was the one wearing a fine clothes, saying, "Here is an excellent place. Sit here." But to the poor person, you say, "Stand over there. Sit here at my feet." Wouldn't you have shown favoritism among yourselves and become evil-minded judges? My dear brothers and sisters, listen. Hasn't God chosen those who are poor by worldly standards to be rich in terms of faith? Hasn't God chosen the poor as heirs of the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you've dishonored the poor. Don't the wealthy make their life difficult for you? Aren't they the ones who are dragging you in the court? Aren't they the ones who insult the good name spoken over you at your baptism? Do well when you really fulfill the royal law found in Scripture. Love your neighbor as yourself. But when you show favoritism, you are committing a sin. And by that same law, you are exposed as a lawbreaker. Anyone who tries to keep all the law but fails at one point is guilty of failing to keep all of it. The one who said, don't commit adultery, also said, don't commit murder. So if you don't commit adultery but commit murder, you are a lawbreaker. In every way, then, speak and act as a people who will be judged by the law of freedom. There will be no mercy in judgment for anyone who hasn't shown mercy. Mercy overrules judgment. My brothers and sisters, what good is it if people say they have faith but do nothing to show it? Claiming to have faith can save anyone, can it? Imagine a brother or sister who is naked or never has enough food to eat. What if one of you say, go in peace, stay warm, have a nice meal? What good is it if you don't actually give them what their body needs? In this same way, faith is dead when it doesn't result in faithful activity. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed mercy? Or needed care? Or you were struggling and you just needed to hear the words, it's going to be okay, we're going to make it better? Or it will be okay if you were struggling? Mercy should overrule, should trump over judgment. In all cases. And far too often we, we look before we, before we even think that this person has other things going on. And we judge before we even get to know the person or the situation and who they might be. But what if we live by that platinum rule? 
and do unto others how they would want to be done to them by getting to know them? What if we actually really got to know our neighbor? What if we actually really got to know that stranger that looks different than us, acts differently than us, smells differently than us? When we execute mercy in such a way where people know that we're living out our faith, because God calls us to love all people and not just those few people. See, James was addressing an issue. Obviously, they had an issue where only the people, if you came in looking the part, meaning you came in with the bling and the suit and tie and everything, if you looked rich, if you looked like you had status, you were treated as though you had status and were invited to sit at the right or left hand at the table and invited to have a place of honor. But if you didn't look like you were to be one of those people, you were invited to sit in the slave's position. Obviously, this was an issue because James was addressing it. Obviously, this was an issue in the faith community in which James was in, or else he wouldn't have written about it. And and I think it rings true to us today. How are we showing love to our neighbor? How are we caring for the stranger? How are we caring and acting uh, towards people who are different than us? Are we expecting them to meet our level of who we are, or are we getting to really know them for who they are and what they are and the iceberg that is underneath them? Or are we expecting them to have our icebergs? I think if we look at ourselves about who we are and about those times when we've had those opportunities to share mercy, there are times where we can say, yeah, we, I did that. And there are going to be times where I'm going to say, no, I could have done better. But you know, in, in, 19, in the 1990s, Starbucks um, was, was having some issues. They were having some issues. You know how it is. If you've ever been in the Starbucks, people come in and, and they have a special order that, like, I don't know how anybody can ever remember those special orders. I want, I want the coffee with the, the milk, but I don't want the milk at full temperature. I want it at half temperature. I, I want sprinkles, but I don't want, I don't want those kind of sprinkles. I want those kind of sprinkles. And here you have this, this young person trying to figure out what they really wanted and, and they struggle. And, and in the 90s, this became so much that they were losing employees left and right. There was so much pressure that, that Starbucks took a step back, and, and they came up with this really good acronym on how to handle those situations when they messed up your drink. Because let's be honest, if you've ever seen in a coffee shop or in a fast food restaurant, when they're overwhelmed and they've got a lot going on and everything seems to be falling apart, that's when orders are mistakenly done wrong. So they came up with this really great um, acronym. It's called LATTE. What a great name for, a, for a, an acronym in a place that works that sells coffee, but LATTE. LATTE is, first, it's listen. They want you to listen and, and hear what the issue is. Maybe they didn't put the right colored sprinkles on it, and, and, and you can fix that. You acknowledge the mistake, and you say, oh, we'll make it better. You take that action. You thank the customer. Thank you, and I'll make it right. And then you explain, I'm sorry, we, we, we messed that up. You wanted brown sprinkles, not green. Or you wanted a, a vente and not a, a small. But the acronym LATTE, we can take into that and we can listen and acknowledge and, and take action and think and explain to people when we're, we're trying to have mercy. Could you imagine if we even just took that first step and we listened to our neighbor 
and we listen to the person that we have issue with. And maybe we got to know them. But not to get to know them on making sure that they line up or they like the same football teams or they like whatever. But we see them as a child of God and who God created them to be. No matter where they are on life's journey or life faith, whether they're introverted or extroverted, poor, rich, Sooner fan, Cowboy fan, whatever it is, if we don't look at those divisions and we see them as a child of God and we treat them as such, we extend mercy that triumphs over judgment that breaks us. It's the judgment that has broken us. It's the unrealized, the unrealistic expectation that has crippled us. Expecting people to meet who we are, even though they may not be there, or maybe that's not who they are. But if we listen and love, it changes our perspective. And it, it challenges us to move forward. And we show mercy instead of judgment. Just that simple change, that change in habit of showing mercy instead of judgment can go a long way. And sometimes it takes a realization that, that, that things have gone wrong or it's not done the right way. Febreze learned this. Febreze learned this in, in, in 1993. It had flopped. When they first launched the product Febreze, it flopped and went nowhere. Nobody wanted to buy it because no one wanted to admit that they lived in a stinky home or had stinky shoes or had stinky um, soccer gear. No one wanted to admit that. So no one wanted to buy the product because when they, when they promote the product, they promote the product as, hey, this will get rid of your stink. And nobody wanted to admit that they, they had a stinky house. Nobody wanted to admit that their teenage soccer gear stinks to high heaven and you want to put it on top of the car when you're traveling, not leave it in the car as you're traveling. So they made an adjustment. They realized that when they said, hey, when you do your habit, whatever it is, your chore, spray the item with Febreze and it will smell better. It changed to where now, because of just the simple change of recognizing that what they were asking people to do first was wrong and realizing that they needed to make a pivot, it changed from them making no money to making about a, million, a billion dollars annually. Only because they were willing to recognize, hey, we fell short. We were marketing this product wrong. And we can do better. And they learned a new way. It's the same thing with us and our faith and our journey is that, that yes, it is, a, it is a journey. This isn't something that you're one and done. Once you accept Jesus in your life, you're done. It is a constant journey of learning and growing closer towards God. But that calls us to relook at ourselves. It causes us to, to look at our habits and ask ourselves, are we showing mercy or are we showing judgment? Because Jesus calls us towards mercy, not towards judgment. That's Jesus' job. Let Jesus handle that. We're called to be merciful. We're called to share love. And that calls us to listen, to acknowledge, to care. And when we do those things, not only does it change the person, but it changes you. When you see the other as a child of God, someone whom God created, and we are called to love those people, and we do that, 
Not only does it change them because they feel loved and cared for, but it changes you because then you start seeing the others. You see those opportunities for love and care. Meryl Streep, in the, the, as she was playing British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher in the 2011 film The Iron Lady, she had this line. They don't think it was something that, that Margaret said, but she had this really great line. She said, watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become your character. And watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. What we think what is what we become. And so I challenge you this week that mercy should always triumph over judgment. And if you remember in verse 8, let the law of love rule your life. It's going to challenge you. It's going to push you. But when we surrender to the law of love, it changes things. That transformation that we talk about all the time occurs. And you're not alone. God is with you. So show mercy this week. Let us pray. God, we come before you this time to open ourselves up to you. As we prepare to come to the table, may we be reminded of your love, mercy, and grace that you have for us. And Lord, as we journey about our weeks today and every day, just remind us that you love us and care for us. And we're called to share that love. So Lord, help us be merciful. Help us live the law of love. And may we not show favoritism. May we show love to all children of God. God be with us. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.